Welcome to The Wired Wick, demystifying tech law trends and educating about law in tomorrow's society. Hello, my name is Annabelle Pemberton and welcome back to The Wired Wick. Today I'm sitting down with Tim Follett and we're going to talk about his company, StructureFlow. So Tim is the CEO and founder of StructureFlow. We're going to talk about what StructureFlow is as a tool, some of the common use cases around it and the problem it is setting out to solve. So I thought this episode would be interesting for two reasons. The first reason is that for lawyers, you can really get an insight in how some of these tools are being used in the industry and solving some of the problems that you come across on a day-to-day basis. And then for law students, anyone who's still studying, I thought this would be an interesting insight into how there are these problems in the industry and how these tools are setting out to solve them. And since actually recording this episode with Tim, I've been thinking about it. And one of the other key takeaways, which I don't mention in the episode itself, so I'll mention now, is that these tools, I see it as, will really be able to free up that time that we have to spend thinking about quite basic problems in the legal industry. So this is going to give more time to really allow for creativity and innovation and how we're structuring deals and actually working with our clients. So I'm really excited to see how these tools are going to evolve in the future. We have seen more tools like this come out of the market in the past two years, but it's been really interesting to talk to Tim and let's start the podcast so you can hear what he has to say about the tool StructureFlow. So thank you, Tim, for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, Would you be able to introduce yourself to our audience just very briefly? Hi there. Yes, sure. I'm uh, Tim Follett. I'm the founder and CEO of StructureFlow. I'm a lawyer by background. I spent about 10 years in private practice uh, as a corporate and commercial lawyer in London, doing M&A and investment and restructuring and structuring work and um, I left practice about two and a half years ago to set up StructureFlow. Okay fantastic and so StructureFlow, what is StructureFlow and what is the inspiration behind the product? Sure so StructureFlow is a smart visual structuring tool uh, for lawyers and finance professionals targeted both at law firms and also uh, in-house and legal and finance and commercial teams to help users uh, work more intelligently and visually with corporate and legal structures. Would you be able to walk us through some of the standard use cases of the tool so we can get a better idea of how this would fit into the standard day-to-day work inside a law firm? Sure. So um, by maybe worth just starting off with what is a, a corporate or a, or a legal structure. So that is, uh, it's, it's, it's basically an arrangement of things and relationships between things um, and really simply, uh, you have a number of different uh, companies or other types of legal entity um, that are uh, involved in running a business or holding assets and investments. Um, those entities have relationships between them, ownership and control relationships, 
Um, they enter into contractual relationships between themselves and with other entities. Uh, you have funding flows around the structure, equity and debt uh, funding. Um, and all of that creates this, uh, this web, if you like, of things and relationships between those things. Um, and um, these structures are at the heart of pretty much every project that a law firm works on with its clients, whether that's a piece of M&A, buying and selling uh, a group of companies or a business, um, whether it's setting up a um, maybe a, uh, a project finance uh, structure to, um, to build and operate a power station, uh, perhaps uh, um, something a little bit more complicated like a securitization. These, these structures are at the heart of all of that. And uh, as, a, as a lawyer in practice, you have to understand these structures. You have to understand what the client wants to achieve in terms of a particular project, which may be moving things around in the structure, putting a structure in place to start off with, selling a structure. And so our software is, is I guess, at its most fundamental kind of objective. Our software is trying to help uh, people understand these structures and work with them. And it does that primarily through a, a visual interface. We believe that the, the diagram is a way of quickly communicating what those things are and what those relationships are between them is a very powerful tool um, in terms of allowing someone to understand uh, what they're working with. Absolutely. And what really drew me to the product was that it is visual. And I found when I was studying law that, of course, law is such a dense subject in terms of text. And there are so many different parts of um, the industry that would be easier to work with if there were more visual representations of that aspect. So sure. I really like the fact that here you are making it just better to deal with and maybe collaborate as a team. Mm -hmm. So do you want to talk a little bit about that as well, how maybe this tool helps teams collaborate when they're not in the same room? Sure, let's 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 talk about that. I mean, I, I guess just worth saying, first of all, um, you know, a picture speaks a thousand words. Uh, and, you know, typically the work that, uh, that lawyers are doing is, is complex um, and these structures are complex. And you can describe a, a structure through a diagram far quicker than you can with written word. Uh, and I think, you know, the, the written word is a, is a key part of the lawyer's toolkit, um, you know, necessarily so, because, you know, fundamentally uh, lawyers are dealing with uh, con contracts, um, you know, writing, uh, drafting, analyzing um, contractual terms. But diagrams are very important too because of that, um, that power uh, to very quickly communicate information. Um, and with our software, uh, we're hoping that we can empower users to think and communicate more visually. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it's, it's interesting you, 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 you talk about sort of, um, you know, the, the educational aspect uh, here. Um, I think, uh, you know, you're completely right. Diagrams in a, in a, in a kind of learning environment are very, very powerful. Um, being able to, I guess, introduce people to the different types of transaction and the legal concepts that sit behind 
those transactions through diagrams is is a very interesting piece. And it's already happening. You know, when I was at law school, thinking of my time when I was at um, yeah. uh, College of Law and then BPP, you know, there were diagrams in the uh, in the learning materials and they were referenced, but there weren't that many. You know, uh, I don't know how it is now. Um, I, we think there's really an opportunity here, actually, for you know, using structure flow or a tool like it to have um, people sort of actually engage in the software with a template or an example structure, and actually allow people to sort of engage with that as a learning process uh, in a kind of tactile way. You know, what is this company doing? What's its relationship with this company here? What is there a legal issue here that needs to be thought about, whether that's, uh, I don't know, structural subordination in a debt uh, financing uh, context. You know, it, it brings it all to life, I think, a, lo- a lot more. So, yeah, uh, I guess just before we go on to the, co- the collaboration piece, it, I, I thought it would be just good to, to talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, um, so, yeah, collaboration. You know, what we're trying to achieve here is... Um, uh, creating a a collaborative platform that allows multiple people uh, with different hats on to be able to come together and look at a single data set, a single source of truth, a single visualization of that data um, and work collaboratively around that. As I said earlier, the diagram is a window, if you like, into the structure. And you have these diagrams created currently in PowerPoint and circulated by email um, so if you're doing just a very simple piece of, I don't know, uh, M&A and you're, you're, you've got a, a group of companies that's being bought and sold, um, you know, the, the, the buyer is going to need to understand what they're buying. The seller is going to need to understand what they're selling. Yes. Um, typically, there's a, a structure diagram produced by either side that helps with that process, but it's a PowerPoint uh, file, it, you know, and it's circulated by email and, um you know, there can be issues around version control. Are we looking at the right, you know, the most up-to-date version uh, of this? Things may have been left out. Uh, there may, you know, there may have been omissions, unintended omissions, you know, which can cause risk around the transaction. Um, you could be getting ready to close the deal and then someone pipes up at the last minute and says, ah, actually, you know, we've discovered we've got a few other entities that sit here and actually they're, you know, they're in some other jurisdiction and actually we need approval uh, for a change in control before we can sell them. So actually, I'm sorry, guys, the deal's going to have to get punted out, you know, uh, by a number of months while we get that approval. And everyone's like, oh, you know, we would, you know, due to complete this. So I think there's, you know, some, you know, some, some important pieces here around sort of bringing people together, making sure they're on the same page, allowing people to communicate with reference to, um, with reference to the structure and the visualization of it. So allowing people to communicate, you know, to leave comments and questions and get answers directly in the diagram, not in emails that, you know, go backwards and forwards outside of the diagram. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a big piece of what we're trying to achieve. You know, there's there's three main things to structure flight. The first is around rapid diagramming, Mm -hmm. uh, allowing allowing a user to be able to create a a complex uh, structure diagram in minutes, um, when it would take you know an hour or, or more in uh, in PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. Um, the second is around collaboration, and 
creating an online platform, cloud-based, where multiple stakeholders can come together and work together on a on a particular project. And the third is around data and information. Yes. Um, and it's that piece actually that we that we think is potentially the most exciting. Fantastic. That, that that's great. And. I was thinking as you were explaining the, the use cases and the uses of structure flow, how at the moment, even when you're using a cloud-based software, just maybe using Google Google Drive or using slides online, there's still problems there because there aren't these connectors between all the different versions of the slides and how this fits in with everything else in the deal. So this is really for me in my in my head it's sort of like a landing page in that way because then you can just go to the main structure and then it can take you to the to the different places which i feel is completely missing in any other tool out there at the moment Com- completely annabelle i mean it's 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 really you know it's it's great that you i think can your imagination uh, and vision has, has sort of caught onto that because you know, that's very much how we see it. We think there's potential here for structure flow to be uh, a browser, if you like, to have a kind of navigating type role, allowing you to navigate into um, other sets of data, uh, other tooling, but then be able to come back. And it, it kind of anchors your, it anchors your view and your understanding of the deal and the structure you know, taking you off into a transaction management platform or taking you off into a document management system and then bringing you back again, you know, to the structure, kind of data-rich diagram, sort of anchoring you a bit like a map, you know. Exactly, exactly. And do you think this uh, speaking about contracts in association with data is a new way to talk about documents in the legal profession. I feel there's a lot of literature out there saying that uh, lawyers need to have more of a data-orientated mindset. But when we really think about it, all documents and contracts in the legal industry are data to a certain extent anyway. And it's just very interesting to hear when when you're talking about the product that it's um, the data that's involved in structure flow, whereas some other law firms and uh, other lawyers would say, oh, these are other just contracts we're handling, they're documents, and they're not associating that to data. So do you have any, any comments around lawyers maybe needing a more data-orientated mindset? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, regardless of what someone calls it, it is data. I mean, a contract is a packaged-up piece of data, information, fundamentally. And... I think, you know, the, the problem at the moment, um, in our view, is that the data in, 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 that these firms are holding um, is not sufficiently structured. It's not adequately structured at a sufficiently granular level. Um, you know, you can have uh, a 100-page facility agreement, loan facility agreement, and um, actually the key information around that is, you know, what's the principal amount of debt that can be advanced? under the facility what you know what what are the uh, what's the coupon on the debt um you know what are the important uh, covenants what are the key covenants mm-hmm. that information you know will sit in that 100 page document uh, it won't be tagged uh, it won't be sufficiently structured at a granular level to really allow you to do interesting things with it and i think you know over the next uh, 2 to 3 years you know we're we're already seeing now discussion around 
uh, with many you know different vendors and different stakeholders in the in the legal community looking to achieve a, a common data standard, uh, a common taxonomy. We're looking, you know, there's obviously technologies out there that can extract key information from contracts. Thinking about some of the uh, the AI and machine learning based uh, DD uh, tooling that's out there. Yes any discovery, uh, you know, in a dispute context, somehow that all needs to come together. Um, you know, it would be a fantastic thing for the for the legal world if you could have a common taxonomy that could be utilised with data populated and put into buckets in an automated way and then utilised in applications like structure flow and, you know, other applications, you know, across broad range of tooling, Um I think that is the future. I think that's where, you know, that's that's where that that's the logical trajectory. And at the moment, are any clients using StructureFlow? Yes. Uh we have uh a number of uh, law firms uh who are uh, using the software. We been commercializing the product um only for a number of months, really. Uh we've been through quite a long process of development. It was only really around sort of the tail end of last year that we um, we actually got the product into a live environment. Part of that was because in order to to get to that point, we needed to achieve ISO twenty seven thousand and one okay. information security certification, mm-hmm. which is a um, it's an undertaking. It's, it's quite a it's quite a long uh, process. Um, took us roughly from kind of. March to November, something like that last year. Um, but we got it. Um, so yeah, uh, right now we've got about uh, six firms who are using software uh, in a live environment. Um, and we've got one full license and we've got a number of firms and pilots. And um, and we've got a, a good amount of interest sitting behind that with other firms as well. And, that, and now also some in-house legal teams okay. as well. Um, so, uh, so yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. That was great to hear. And yeah. if any of our listeners would like to find out more information about the product, where could they find out that information? So, um, our website's uh, probably a good place to go. Um, so www.structureflow.co, no.co.uk or com, just.co. Um, that's a good place to go. Um, we've got a LinkedIn page. Uh, also, if anyone wants to, you know, reach out, uh, feel free to contact me on uh, on LinkedIn. Um, very happy for that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it'd be great to hear from people. Fantastic. Well, thank you for talking to me about Structure Flow. I think a lot of our listeners won't realize that there is legal tech being used in law firms and it's not just necessarily about how law and technology interact but also about how we're actually uh, providing legal services and in the way that's being done how these tools can in- increase our productivity and how it can change how we're actually pra- practicing as lawyers in the future so thank you that's a pleasure thank you very much annabelle much appreciated I'm Annabelle Pemberton and you have just listened to the Wired Wig podcast available on Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. We want to make sure the Wired Wig is the best content it can be, so if you have any suggestions for our next upcoming episodes or improvements for the podcasts, feel free to contact me at thewiredwig at gmail.com and like and follow us through our Wired Wig LinkedIn page and our Instagram page.